0: This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere, get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth, plus, View its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can scare an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com.
1: One of the podcast network powered by Spotify.
2: Cousin Sal coming to you. Oh, we got Mikey Meatballs joining us. He is producing this disaster of a show and joining me as always. My wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the D3, Harry, Brother Bride, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? What a podcast. I can't believe it myself. We have college games to go over. You guys have your sharp tank best bets for the weekend. Uh, I have some midseason NFL futures I want to run by you. Not too many, only like 19 or 20. Uh, I looked at it. It's past week 10. It's time to tighten things up a little bit. Back out of some of the bets I made early in the year. Jump on even more. Uh, you know, it's all about winning. You know, Bry, you, you got any midseason
3: things you're looking at? I know I'm going to convince you of three or four going in. Uh, mid-season, I have a lot of Bengals stuff now. I jumped uh, in. Even though I had the Bengals Eagles at the beginning of the year, I have uh doubled up on the Bengals a little bit here for a few things for conference you. for for conference for Super Bowl. Yep, I'm all in. All in. Well, listen, it's all Joe Burrow, right? Here, if
2: he stays healthy, but Bengals, I'll just throw a couple of your away with the Bengals because you you brought it up, not me. Bengals <laughs> make the playoffs minus two ninety. Right. Parlay that with everything, right? Uh, like you said, AFC plus seven fifty. I like them to make it deeper into the uh playoffs than I do necessarily to win the division. What else did I have with the Bengals? I guess that's it. I guess that's it. Parley kid, I got a few that you're going to like too. Harry, I don't know. I don't know about you. You uh, you watch on the red zone. None of this matters to you really, right?
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I, I after what Dobbs did last week for the Vikings and uh, the way they've been playing, especially in their defense, uh, Vikings uh, might be on the upside of taking some things too. Vikings to the make season. the
2: playoffs I have on there, plus 104. The Vikings... Mm. Did I delete that? They're over on. Oh, no, they're over under uh, wind totals eight and a half. So Hmm. that might, you know, either way, I think that's the same bet, basically. All right. Uh, We're going to go over those in a minute or later in there. But right now, let's go to the main event. kid heavyweights doing battle in the Windy City. Al Michaels (laughs) is delighted. I'm seeing about 35 degrees. Al Michaels, is he going to back out of this? Like, did he used to have games? He had like one even on uh, Sunday night football, one a year that he would back out of that was bad, right?
1: Yeah, he didn't back out of one already. I feel like he did. I don't think did so. Already did he for, not for No,
3: no, no. You know, you're, you're just, right. You're right, Sal. Tariko used to fill in for him once or twice. Right. I feel like yeah. we backed
2: out of, of a few of them, but, uh, Al is, uh, hanging strong there. Um, stronger than Justin Fields. Doesn't look like he's going to make it for this one. Carolina at Chicago minus three and a half 38 and a half is the over under. I know I promised somewhere along the way that I would never, at least this year, bet the bears laying more than three points, uh, especially with Tyson major, but, but I'm doing it. And I don't know. At some point in the season, these were the worst two teams in football. I don't, I don't know what it is now. With it depends on everyone's rankings. I don't think either drops out of the bottom five for the remainder of the year. But if you look at it, there's an actual noticeable difference in the metrics. The Bears 19th in offense, not terrible. Panthers, 28th, terrible. Both have had quarterback issues. So let's just look at the rush defense. Panthers again, 28th. Bears fourth, fourth rush defense. That's a big factor here. I think that's the kind of game we're going to see tonight. Slow, grind it out. You know, hopefully no one makes mistakes. No one gets fired. Uh, Chicago with a little more explosiveness. DJ Moore, you know, what did he have? Three touchdowns, 230 yards on that Thursday night game against Washington. A few weeks ago, he and Dante Foreman faced their former teams. Tiny bit of a revenge. Tiny bit of we made it on that trade. Ha ha. We own you guys. I'm trying to build some heat, Bry. I don't know. It's a crap game. Uh, 20 to 16 final. 26 10 final. Sorry. The Bears. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah, no. 26 10. Yeah. What are you at? Same oh, thing, yeah, right? Well,
3: yeah, I have the same thing. Look, I'm going the Bears, and this is an interesting game, right? Because the Panthers don't no. want to tank. Panthers right. don't want to tank, right? Because they traded their pick to the Bears, and the Bears want to win this game, right, to keep their chances of getting the first pick from the Panthers, right? Right. Um. So I'm I'm going with the Bears here. I you know, and I, I will say a lot of people have crapped on Young. And I do think maybe this year is rookie year. It's a little unfair because they do, to me, they have the worst offensive line in football. Their skill positions stink. Uh, but that being said, the Panthers have lost by double digits in all four of their road games this season. Mm-hmm. They are 1-6-1 and one against the spread. And even what seems with Fields out, I'm okay with backing badge in this one potentially because he's looks somewhat competent too. So it doesn't really matter, I feel like, who they start at quarterback because they have been they, they have been okay defensively. Like you said, they're fourth against the rush. And, you know, they get sweat for the pass rush. So we'll see what he does here. So I think similar, um, a little lower scoring. So I'm going to say 20 to hmm. 13, 20 13 wow. Chicago. Let's just all play the
2: under here. Yeah. Panthers one six and one against the spread. I don't think Bryce Young is there. Bry, uh, Polly Kid, your brother Bry brought up a good point there about the uh, draft order. As it is now, Arizona would get the one the number one pick they've lost six in a row. These other teams have only lost one or two in a row. They're doing good. But then Chicago gets Carolina's pick number two, Chicago gets their own pick. Number three, as it is now giants four, Patriots five. How much you think that plays into this? I mean, you're taking the bears as well, right? Yeah.
1: You know what? I think from an organizational standpoint, it plays into it. I think from a player standpoint, uh, they don't really care. If anything, they don't want to see a high draft pick come in and take their job. So uh-huh. I think from a from a coaching uh, GM ownership standpoint, game means a lot to both teams. But for the players, uh, I don't think it really means anything uh, to them. Um, that being said, I'm, ro- I'm on the Bears, too, here, Sal. Uh, let's let's look at their last five games. I mean, you have a win over Washington at Washington, mm-hmm. a convincing one, uh, and a win over Vegas a couple uh, weeks ago and uh, they have one a one touchdown loss to the vikings and uh last week in uh, new orleans played a really tough game against the saints yeah. who are tough to play against at home so they've been competitive uh and this is a team now where they're saying look you got herbert is back in the backfield correct uh-huh. um, i think all signs are pointed to him playing that that certainly gives them a little bit of an extra dimension in the backfield as well burns is out for carolina Uh, with the concussion. He's quite possibly their best defensive player. All signs here point to Chicago winning kind of an ugly game, of course. What else could you expect at home here in some weather that might not be too favorable, you know, colder night for uh, Bryce Young to really throw the ball into. And let's face it, this poor guy does not have a lot of weapons at his disposal. Um, Mm -hmm. It could be a long, going to be another long night for him. All right.
2: Well, so all three of us are on that. And you
1: said all signs
2: point to Chicago winning and covering. And here is another sign, perhaps the most relevant (laughs) sign. Harry (laughs) is taking Carolina. Harry has a cartoon you may be able to see in the background here. He's now a cartoon character Uh, and um, he is two and seven in these weekly Thursday night cartoons. Thank God for the Lions. Otherwise, he would be
4: oh and nine. You're taking Carolina, Harry. Uh, I'm going to take the three and a half. Yeah, look, these these Thursday cartoons that I have out, I've been jinxed. I don't know what it is. So maybe taking the three and a half, you know what that means? The Bears win this probably 20 to 16 since four of my seven losses Mm. have been by a combined five points by the spread. That's insane. That's insane. So with that said, I am still going to take and go against you guys with the Carolina with a three and a half, maybe Bryce Young and Carolina can create drives versus a team in the Bears. That's more than a three point favorite. I'm sorry, but the Bears just in principle, in principle, shouldn't be a three-and-a-half-point favorite versus anybody in Chicago's last 11 home games. They have won by more than three points in just two of them. Uh, it's just a, such a bad game, Sal. Like I'm just saying, I'm taking the points here just because. Just because it's such a bad game, and, and the Bears shouldn't be favored that by three-and-a-half over anyone, <laughs> like I said. Chicago was a dog in that game on Thursday night against Washington. They look great. They look really good. Best game they played this season, but they are a dog in that game. Now as a favorite. Can't do it. I'm taking Carolina. All
2: right. Well, I'm going to break down the fourth wall here. We're recording this on Wednesday afternoon, and it hadn't it hadn't been announced that Justin Fields is playing or not. Now, right before we started, Bry got all the heavy hitters said that uh, doubtful, doubtful, doubtful. Justin Fields. It's three and a half. This is how crazy this year has been, Bry. We, we go on. It looks like Fields not playing. The line's three now. Line <laughs> well, moved right. to three. <laughs> a lot more. A lot more confidence and <laughs> national confidence in Tyson. Beige what did was, uh, the,
1: the cartoon the, Harry yes. give it out? Like at six? Yep, yeah, about exactly. six, six and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. Okay. All right.
2: <laughs> well, everything's exaggerated in that cartoon. The spread is
1: exaggerated. Harry. Is my looked, weight. Harry, my weight is definitely exaggerated. Your height is definitely exaggerated. The height. <laughs>
4: The
2: other that way. That character's yeah.
1: playing about about uh, close to six feet. <laughs> wow, no uh, way. My
4: love, my love life isn't though, Darren. My love life. is oh, just Oh Jesus,
2: six feet <laughs> wide and tall. It's unbelievable. All right, let's uh, hit
4: a prop here uh,
2: if we can. Uh, you know what? I'm going in the specials category here. Any quarter to end scoreless plus one eighty five. And I'm going to focus on the Panthers here. Um, four of their last five games have seen a scoreless quarter. It's pretty good. They themselves have had a scoreless quarter. In all eight games this year. And so I know you have to get a little lucky with both teams and field position and when when the clock runs out for the first quarter, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. But narrowing two to one for this bet provides good value, I think. All eight games they had a quarter where they didn't score and uh, and a lot of those uh, multiple quarters. So plus 185, there will be a scoreless quarter on Thursday. All right, Parley, kid, I was going to jump on this actually, but you took it from me. Miles Sanders over 19 and a half yards rushing.
1: Okay, really, you like that one, too? Well, look, I mean, Sanders is averaging 32 and a half rushing yards per game, especially because he started off the season pretty strong. That's helped out his numbers. But in the last game, six carries, 38 yards. The Panthers have to find a way to get their most dynamic playmakers on the field. And he's certainly got to be one of the two of them. It seemed like even though Chuba Hubbard is getting the majority of the carries, I would not be surprised to see that even out a little bit more. Uh, to where Sanders is getting at least uh, double-digit carries, Chuba Hubbard getting a little less because he hasn't looked as explosive. I think Sanders could add a little bit more explosiveness to this offense. Going over 19-and-a-half, that seems like this is a, a could be a layup here uh, for Sanders, especially because I think they are going to want to run the ball more to protect Bryce Young, right? This is a week he's coming off a really rough performance I think they're Mm going to try to really establish the run game. Sanders will be a part of it.
2: Yeah. I mean, you say double digit carries, but to get over 19 and a half, he really (laughs) could go get like six. I know. know Which is what he had last game. If you just give
1: me six, I think he gets over it. Right.
2: Yeah. It's very close considering his yards per carry. But yeah, it's uh, I think six or seven gets you there. You also have a rushing prop, uh, brother, Bri, quarterback. You love these.
3: Yeah, yeah, I love the quarterback props usually, but I'm taking Bryce Young over nine and a half just because it seems that's a really low number for somebody who's moves in the pocket a decent amount. But Young has been sacked 26 times so far in seven games and I'm trying to think is 26 times. And so is that even a lot now? It's like, well, I I know it's four uh, a game, but is that a lot? (laughs) Howell led with 40. I think
2: he got dumped only once last week. Yeah. Yeah, 26 is good. That's a good clean pocket for him. Yeah, Yeah. but I feel
3: like if not for his movement, right, those numbers even go up a little bit higher. And and for them to win with this offensive line, he's going to have to get away from pressure. He's going to have to run a few times. Last week, he had 41 yards rushing. He's had 10 yards or more rushing in five of seven games so far this year. So I think – Nine and a half is just too small of a number for me. I'm going to say, you know, he gets, you know, more than 15 even. All right. Harry going
2: Panthers prop two. Uh, Adam, what a feeling. 70 or more yards <laughs> received. That's a Scott Holmes special. I don't know. take credit for that. Yeah. Uh,
4: uh, I'm going to take the 70 yards or more receiving at minus 130. I know Darren used him uh, uh, in a uh, sharp tank earlier this year, and that was a winner. So I'm going to take him over 70, uh, 70 or more. Uh, He's been the Panthers' leading receiver uh, Mm. in six of the last seven games. Thielen has – he's got 62 receptions, guys, 62 receptions. The next closest Panther is Jonathan Mingo with 20, and he (laughs) has 62. Thielen uh, has had 70 or more yards in five of his last six games. Three of those five, he's had over 100. And by the way, Chicago, 28th in the league in passing yards against Thielen, 70 or more.
2: All right, so – a couple things now with this first touchdown thing. I I, I, bro, I did it, guys. I did it. You're, you're very <laughs> welcome. I broke the streak. I crushed the curse. First touchdown. Uh, I said, you know, we were 0 for 32. We were 0 for eight weeks. I said, as soon as we hit one, we were going to say goodbye and never revisit it. But then I got a charge parlay kid. You heard me on the text. I said, I think I could pick these. Uh, every single week going forward. I really I don't know what got into <laughs> me. Um but that that was obviously a joke. There's still eight games left. Do we really want to do this? We really?
1: Yeah. Let's I, I do I don't, it. We do. Yeah. <laughs>
2: by the way, all yeah, our numbers we went down. Head,
1: yeah. Put it this Go way, ahead. how about this? If we don't get to back to to at least I say breaking even by the end of the but, season, next next year this this segment is oh, yeah. gone so.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're trending to be in the negative 60 units here at this point. (laughs) And not to mention with the Fields announcement, now he's off the board and all our numbers went down. Herbert's plus 550, (laughs) Foreman's plus 550. Look at these names that are plus 550. Chuba Hubbard's plus 750 and DJ Moore, 8 to 1. Let me get us started. Uh, I'll take the foreman at plus five fifty. It's a revenge game, former team, like I mentioned. He only has two touchdowns on the year. It was the same game versus Brian's Raiders. Uh, one of those was the first touchdown of the game. He has nine red zone attempts, at least carrying the ball. I think he has a couple uh receiving two. Uh, but the nine rushing is tops by 13% over the next running back on this team. I, I feel like I do better when I don't overanalyze. I probably already said too much. Plus five fifty, Dante Foreman. Uh Brian, let's go to you, DJ Moore.
3: Yeah, I'm taking DJ Moore plus 800. Look, Moore has five touchdowns on the season, but all of them actually came with fields, right? It was before Badgen who started three weeks here. But you know, the one thing about Moore, right, in this game, you talk about revenge games, you talk about for Foreman, especially for more here, right? This guy wants to have a monster game against his old team. He's still, the the targets are still there. Even with Badgett it's on average. It's still about the same that he had with field. So he's got to get a touchdown soon here. Hasn't I won the last three games. So I said, he'll get off the snide right away. And at uh, plus 800, uh, I think it's pretty solid.
2: All right. Uh, parley kids. Yeah, Cole Komet. I, I kept him around a couple of fantasy leagues, and, um, and he does uh, sniff out that end zone.
1: Yeah, plus nine fifty. We always like the tight ends here too. They always boy a couple of weeks ago I had Ferguson Was it Fer- yeah Ferguson? No, hmm. I had a tight end. Who was it? No, it was uh, Kincaid who came up uh, right. short for Buffalo.
3: Three uh, inches like short,
1: inch by like literally like an inch twice uh, in that game. We were so close; we could have had two weeks in a row. But maybe we get two weeks in a row here with this tight end. Komet is uh, five touchdowns in his last five games. The last two games with Badgett, sixteen receptions on eighteen targets, two touchdowns. He's been uh, he's emerging as one of the best tight ends in the game, and getting a pretty good number here. I think that his value is the best out of all these at plus nine fifty. Let's take cold Komet. He's a he's a favorite of Badgett's. Uh, let's roll, and if he's in, uh, if Fields somehow miraculously plays, then uh, you know he's also a, a, is an option for Fields as well. So commit all, all right. the way at plus nine fifty.
2: Uh, and then Harry, of course, yeah, can't be
4: serious even for a minute. Tommy, <laughs> terrible. Tommy Tremble. Uh, Thir- I'm, and- I'm taking Tommy Tremble thirty-six-one. Taking another ex Notre Dame tight end here. He actually, Sally, he's got two touchdowns in, his, in the last four games. Uh, the Bears last week gave up a touchdown to Taysom Hill, who was lined up as a tight end and also gave up another tight end, a touchdown to Juwan Johnson. The week before that, Donald Parham, um, of the Chargers had a touchdown. who's a tight end against the Bears in a blowout. And the Bears have had some issues here with tight ends uh, more than a few times this year. So uh, sometimes we've seen these crazy guys who just don't get a lot of action beat us in these first touchdowns. Tommy Tremble, 36 to
2: 1. All right. Well, it's gone down to 33 to 1. I, somehow the Justin Fields news made Tommy Tremble's numbers go down to, from 36 I'll tell you, to 33 look out. to 1. You think already got value in it, Harry. Yeah.
0: Value, Sell that right? off. Sell it off. All right. Let's take a quick break and then we're going to go over some uh, college action. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment. So it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with $25,000 Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com.
2: All right, college guys, we're entering the nitty gritty here. Oh, I saw this, this line moved already. Michigan was six, six and a half, then five and a half, now four and a half. At Penn State, 45 and a half is the over-under brother, Bry. Um, I, I think I figured out this Penn State team and this conference on the whole, really. They can look impressive versus Maryland and Indiana and Iowa, who never scores. But, um, you know, th- this and Iowa, by the way, is going to win the other side of this conference. Is that going to be the worst championship game at anyone, Bry? Like uh, Michigan or Ohio State versus Iowa? Good God, you yeah. have
3: to watch that. Uh sounds they like get 40 bullied. to three or something like that. Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> but Penn state gets bullied by good teams. They showed their true colors versus Ohio state a few weeks ago, beat up at the line of scrimmage. They couldn't score a touchdown until 30 seconds left. They were one for 16 on third down conversions, uh, fewer than 50 yards rushing. It may not be that bad against Michigan, although the Wolverines are every bit as stellar defensively. Number one in scoring defense in the country, fifth in points per game. Uh, offensively, they've scored forty or more in their last five. McCarthy and Blake Corum are dynamite. No mistakes. They're three and zero in their road games against the spread. I like them 28-16, Playing enough to cover five and a half, and now four and a half uh, on the road at Penn State. You're with me, Brian?
3: Yeah, I'm with you. Look, I I think Michigan. I, I like them a lot in this game, and I will say, I thought. When we saw Ohio, Ohio State play Penn State, Drew Aller, we've heard you know good things about yeah. him, but he was awful in that game, right? He completed a yep. like 40-something percent. They ran for less than 50 yards. Michigan's just too well-rounded for them. And I will say Michigan really needs a big win here, right? To silence the critics regarding either the cheating scandal or also the fact that they've played nobody so far. So I think, right. I, but I still think, I think they get a double digit one here on the road, but the, the bet I do like too, Sal, is I like Blake Corm to have two plus touchdowns at plus 350. His numbers, if you look at them, have not been the same at, at all this year in terms of yardage no. wise, but touchdowns are, are way up, right? He had 18 last year, but he already has 16 this year. Three last weekend. He's had two touchdowns in five of his last nine games. And again, last year against Penn State, he went for 166 yards and two touchdowns. So I really like the two touchdowns of plus three fifty. I may even sprinkle a three touchdown bet at plus twelve hundred for for Blake Horam here. Mm. Did, who had him for Heisman?
2: Or was it me? We it had might have been. Well, did you, you have did. him? I had him, had him last year, year, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. I think you I had did. him this year, you, too. You might so. have taken Got him this year. Him this year. Might I'm sure I have something on last I had, year. Yeah. I have
2: like four losers on the Heisman. And by the <laughs> way, you, you bring it up. Like, he's not even – you can't even find him on the list now. Uh, <laughs> not getting the yards. I know. There are guys 250 to one, and he's not even one of them. Yeah, he's um, only getting 50 a game, but, but yeah, two or three yeah, touchdowns a yeah. game. It's not great, but I, I do like him for this week. I agree, and I agree with your assessment. Michigan can't. Yeah. I mean, like make a statement that this week uh, would, would be the way to go, but they, they know they can't go into this thing with one loss. Right. Yeah. So if they lose 100%. this game, if they were to lose yeah. this game and beat Ohio state, I don't think, I don't think there's any way they get in. Whereas, you know, years past, they would have had a chance. Right. So uh big statement game for Michigan, Georgia, Mississippi parlay kid. Uh, the Bulldogs are 10 and a half point favorite at home. 58 and a half is the over under. I know, Georgia's clicking. They stepped it up into another gear. I feel like the past couple of weeks was Florida. They won by 23. Missouri last week, they won by nine. I still think it's slightly high. I like Jackson Dart. Yeah. He's been more and more impressive. 387 against the Aggies, two touchdowns. Quinchon Judkins, over 100 yards, three touchdowns last week. Georgia also trouble covering two, six, and one against the spread as a 10 point or higher favorite this year. Lane Kiffin keeps it close. He's well aware of the spread. We know that probably kid. 34, 29 ish. That's what I have it. Uh, Mississippi covers the spread. What about you?
1: Yeah. Like Mississippi, I, I like Lane Kiffin. Um, and the, like you said, the Bulldogs, uh, they have played better, but they just haven't blown teams out this year. With mm. Kentucky, Florida. Yes. Yes. Okay. But for the most part, teams have been able to hang around playing them. And I think, Mississippi has the type of team that can do that, obviously with a good coach in in Kiffin. Uh, And this is what I was saying from the beginning of the year. This is what's separating. This is what's making Jackson Dart better than what I thought. Dart's been more effective than I thought he was going to be for this team. because I do follow Ole Miss because I do have them over. They might have already gone over in their win column for me. I got to check to see if I cashed in on that or not. But Hmm. the difference is, and early in the year, they could not run the ball. Judkins was coming off a great, Freshman year last year. Right. I was expecting big things. Early in the year, this was a guy averaging like 50 yards a game. Over his last five games, he's had 400 yard performances and eight touchdowns in his last five. He's the player we thought he was. That's going to be the difference. They're going to be able to run the ball a little bit here, keep that Georgia offense off the field. They keep this one close. Let's take the points and old miss.
2: All right. Jackson Dart, one of those guys I mentioned at 250 to one to win the Heisman, yes. could could pass Caleb Williams at some point, who's all of a sudden 120 to one. Uh, let's talk about Caleb Williams in Oregon. USC goes to Eugene, 14 and a half point underdog, 73 and a half. Is he over under Saturday night late game for you, Brian? This is something. 1030 for you. 1030 kickoff. <laughs> it's uh, not not that's fine. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, not common in Oregon there. Uh, you'll I, love it. 40 I, I degrees. Actually, uh, when, uh, I, that's when I,
3: Brian has dinner. I love it because <laughs> we also have the big UFC card on, even though it's not nearly as big, right? This weekend coming up. So right. um, at the garden. So that'll start late. So this will be nice. I'll, what, you may thing. need to take a nap Saturday uh, afternoon. Two things to watch. No, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'll good. it's great. <laughs>
2: I've had this one circled for a little bit. I've, I've watched both these teams very closely. Um, and you, you do the common opponents thing. And aside from Washington... Who ended up actually beating, you know, Oregon, uh, USC by what nine or more? I don't know what it was, but was it more? Was it double digits? Anyway, Austin beat by
4: ten.
3: Yeah,
1: it, it
2: looks like a train wreck for the Trojans. It really does. It's going to be fun to watch Knicks against Williams. And I think the Ducks take some dumb penalties, which they have been, which might keep the Trojans in it for a minute. Uh, USC fired their defensive coordinator. I, I think they should have waited until after this game. Their defense allows thirty-five points a game. They're 120th in rushing and 107th against the pass. They're actually worse against the run, Harry, uh, and mm. why, that's why Bucky Irving is going to go for 160 on the ground. Like I said, maybe USC hangs for a, a bit, but 43-23 seems uh, right by me. Oh, you don't lie. I don't know if that works for you. You have or- ooh, Oregon in the ooh. over. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going to
4: do a seven-point teaser. Uh, I'm going to take it down to seven and a half. I'm going to go over 66 and a half. Look, uh, I think, Oregon, oh. maybe, you know, they're ranked sixth in the nation, but in my opinion, playing better than anybody in the country right now. In nine games, they scored 427 points. USC in 10 games – has put up 455. Caleb Williams, 38 total touchdowns. Knicks has 30 total touchdowns. I'm a little worried about laying more than two touchdowns here because of USC's offense, but I'll lay less than double digits in this spot on the teaser. USC's given up 40 points or more in five of the last six games Mm. and the Ducks have scored out 33 points or more in 19 of their last 20 regular season games. I got Oregon winning this one, 42-31.
2: This might not even be a great Bo Nix passing performance. Like I said, you you could do it on the ground again. Against this USC team. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, Harry. I 40. You need over 66 and a half. I can't get you that you extra cl- you point. You clipped me by, <laughs> Holy days, it, right? by a half. I can't do half. I'm 43-23. I 43 23 i can not I- mm. Okay. Do I want it? Can I give you 43 24? No, I can't do 24, it. 24, No. 43 okay. 23. That's it. All right. Alabama, uh, Kentucky. Uh, Harry, back at you here. Bama, 10.5 point favorite. 47.5 is the over under. Weird game because Bama might not need it to make the SEC championship. They've kind of had that side. They have to beat LSU. They have that side uh, cinched up, especially if, um, uh, but like we think, Mississippi will lose to Georgia, even though we feel it's going to be close. But they will need it, obviously, if they want to be considered. For the playoffs can't have two losses, even if one is out of conference. Wildcats have been weird. Uh, Georgia and Missouri crushed them. They kept it close versus Tennessee. They beat up on Florida and Jalen Milrow has been good. He's one of 25 uh, candidates I announced for, uh, I backed for Heisman Trophy. (laughs) It was like three weeks in, I think it was before the Texas game. I said, he's got an outside shot if they beat Texas. And then he had two bad or mediocre games to prove me wrong. But he's back. He's been pretty good the last couple of weeks. And this is all about Devin Leary, though. He didn't play the fourth quarter for the Wildcats against Mississippi State. He re-aggravated his shoulder. He's a go for Saturday, from what I see. Kentucky top 10 defensively in explosive pass plays. Top 40 in yards per play allowed. Um, So I think Bama does just enough in a slow-paced game to win. May even see a backdoor cover. 23-19
4: tied, Harry. Hmm. Uh, I got the, I got the tide and I'm going to have them cover here. Sal. I think All Saban's right. offense is starting to really look good. They produced 76 points combined in the last two games versus Tennessee and LSU, both ranked teams. You mentioned Milroe had 155 yards on the ground last week and four touchdowns uh, versus LSU. Now teams are going to have to prepare for him taking off. Now, not just his arm Kentucky. You mentioned Owen two straight up uh, last two in Lexington, the Wildcats. have. Uh, I just don't think they have enough offense here. You mentioned uh nc state transfer Devin leary two years ago he broke uh philip rivers plenty of records at nc state but since then hasn't really materialized he's got less than 160 yards passing in four of his last five games i think it's too much here for uh kentucky against alabama and Saban i got uh, the crimson tide 38 23
2: all right there you go fun game fun day saturday brian you're right we got all this college action right It's probably a good college basketball game in there, right? I feel like one of those tournaments starts up this week. Yeah, there's got to be one or a couple. Yeah. It's got to be. All right. We'll figure it out. Then you got the UFC card uh, and then Sunday. And you guys have a lot to talk about with Sunday and Sharp Tank. We'll be back with your best bets. Sharp Tank when we return. Right, sharp tank. This is it. Award winning segment here. These three guys, the D3, give me their best bets individually, not all at once. And then I jump on one of them. Sometimes I like them all. Sometimes I don't like any of them. Uh, If, if I don't like them, it usually is a good sign for the D3. But uh last week, parlay kid, I went with you. We like Tyreek Hill in a revenge game to score against the chiefs. It was such mm. a weird game. He actually got the ball. Does it count as a score? He caught the pass that led to a touchdown. <laughs> I feel like that should score. That should count, right? No, McDuffie <laughs> took I it back. Whatever he did, he ripped that out. And uh that was it. The the Dolphins fell to the Chiefs. So let's start with you. Um, what's your best bet?
1: Sharp thinker. Yeah, you know, I was uh I think had this um UFC card been a little different with uh Bones Jones fighting on, I think my interest mm. would have been more in that this week. Uh, being that the last time I went with the UFC pick, it actually hit. But uh, I'll stay with football here, Sal. And bottom line is you got you got the uh, Jaguar team on a major roll right now. 49ers going the opposite direction. Both teams coming off a bye week. Just seems like to me that the 49ers are going to get themselves a little bit more right. I think this game means a little bit more to them. I know the west to east coast doesn't always work out. But this is this team has championship pedigree. I think their defense is going to give fits to Trevor Lawrence. Debo, Debo Samuel back on the field, uh, even though I think he should be used more, he just does add, makes everybody else around him better when he's on that field. Purdy rebounds from a mini slump here. 49ers cover the three. In Jacksonville.
2: I, I love this game. I love this matchup. Uh, please let it be a good game. I let, let it, you know, don't be like Seattle, Baltimore, where it's the best game in that early slate or whatever. And then, and then it ends up being, you know, garbage. You can't watch it for two mm. and a half hours. I do like it. I think the bye helps the Niners more rest up and everything. So I'm excited about this. All right. Let me hear the other two. Harry, you won with a teaser last week. I didn't take it. You had the giants under and the dolphins, the dolphins covered. Yes, they did. They did cover. Right.
4: Plus eight and a half on that teaser. So yeah, that got there. So I've hit two or less, three sharp tanks, and I'm going to pick a game that's not very uh, appealing here, but I'm going to go Pittsburgh, Green Bay, under 38 and a half as my best play of the weekend. Green Bay games have landed on 36 points or less in four straight and have averaged just 30 points per game in that stretch. Meanwhile, Pittsburgh games have also landed on 36 or less points in four of the last five games. The Steelers are 31st in yards per game. They're 29th in points per game. Green Bay, 23rd in yards per game. Not so great either. Uh, love completing just 59% of his passes. Kenny Pickett, not much better at 61%. A very boring game here between Pitt and Green Bay. I don't know who wins this game, but I see this being 1913 type of game.
2: All right. I can buy that. I really I made a, a deal with myself is the only thing. The only thing I'm betting on Steelers games the rest of the way, I, I, I can maybe even make a five-year commitment to this, is <laughs> opponent first half Steelers win the game. So I don't want to go against it. That one again last week. It won against the Ravens. and won against the Rams. That bet is up, mm. I think, like 21 units or something Do they have crazy. the
3: odds yet for it, Sal?
2: It's plus 650 this week. Plus 650. I'm, I'm hitting it again. I also recommend, if you're a little skittish, Packers, uh, I'm sorry, tie first half Steelers win is like 14 to one. So mm. a little on that too, to, uh, to break it. But uh, I, I love that bet. It really, it makes, instead of like being mad at teams and the Steelers are a team you could really be uh, furious at, uh, <laughs> just take advantage of it. Why not? That's the yeah. business we're in here.
3: I was going to say, um, I, ki- I kind of like, uh, I mean, I feel like this line is too low for the Steelers. Three. Too I, low. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. It's too low.
2: It's too low. Well, they'll win the game, you know, but, First half is a disaster. All right, Lions, uh, Bri, for best bet, I should have gone with you. I didn't trust it. The Bengals line wasn't moving. It was one and a half, finally moved to two and a half. And now, uh, but anyway, good job by you with the Bengals. So now now you got the Lions on the road against the Chargers.
3: Yep, I still only have one loss since we've come back over the ringer. My sharp tank, I've only lost Mm -hmm. one, so my sharp tanks have been on fire. And and look, I know the Chargers games have been scary, right? And many times it comes down right, right to the end, but... I really do like the the Lions here. Uh, Lions coming off a bye. Chargers on a short week. The crowd is going to be all Lions fans. And look, the, this Lions, you know, it, it's hard to judge against the Jets, right? Because their offensive line is so bad. I mean, obviously yeah. they have a good pass rush, the, the Chargers, but the Lions line is going to hold up fine. They're going to be great against this, uh, against the chargers here. They'll be able to move the ball down the field. They're going to be able to throw the ball in the chargers like the jets obviously couldn't. And I still, you know, I, I haven't loved what I've seen from the chargers offense in general, kind of uh-huh. all season. I I still think the Lions are going to make enough plays defensively. So I got the lions here winning this one 30 to 20, 30 to 23 here. And I have them mm. covering the two and a half. I It, the line right now is, I think when we play it, it's gonna be minus three at one minus one oh five, but I bought it up to mi- minus two and a half at minus one twenty two.
4: I
2: needed it. I gotta right go with half. you here, Bri.
3: You're one. you're red hot and yeah, the my Chargers apple picks
2: have been good. Chargers are red hot, which means that's gotta end. It just has to. It just yeah. has to. And there's gonna be plenty of Lions fans there. It's a Romo Nance game. I know that's important to Harry. Uh Lions two and a half. <laughs> I'm going with you, Bri. It's only lost mm. once in Sharp Tank this whole season so good job by you let's keep it going i do have an email harry cousin sal against all odds at gmail.com speaking of announcers there's a little segment in there for the uh, our friend Ivan prieto garcia writes hi again guys i can't believe you haven't commented on the reason why this season is being so strange it's because the nfl knows that harry discovered that the league is a farce that follows a detailed <laughs> script so that the chiefs and andy Reid always win to try to to try to throw Harry off the scent, Goodell has made a nonsensical streak this year. <laughs> Rodgers injury in the first game, Taylor Swift-Kelsey relationship, lots of awful quarterbacks. And what has been the most difficult thing for the NFL to change, a couple of boring Monday night football games for Buck and Aikman to call only to try to fool Harry, who knows perfectly (laughs) well that they make the most entertaining scripts for those games. Yeah. So please, Harry, for the sake of the podcast and for us to be able to continue enjoying your horrible picks, forget it and act as if everything is real. Even act surprised when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl this year, even if you know the truth, because if you keep talking about the big lie, they're going to try to silence you in a way possible. In any way possible to keep this multi-billion wow. dollar show running. Best regards, keep up the good work. Eva, I think he's making fun of you, Harry. I think that's what's yeah, yeah, going
4: on. Yeah. Right? yeah. Definitely making fun of my horrible picks. But uh listen, um, I will say this. I saw something the other day <laughs> and it was very interesting. Super Bowl logo, the Super Bowl logo colors that they that Here we that, go. that they introduce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the real day. <laughs> last three last four Super Bowls. The colors that are in the Super Bowl logo have been the teams that are in the Super Bowl. And this year, this year, they're red and purple. So Mm. red and purple, all of a sudden, purple. And now Mm. all of a sudden, the Ravens are red hot. Purple Ravens, red San Francisco.
2: Interesting. Show us um on the stretch marks what red and purple looks like right underneath <laughs> your arms. Uh, like just so people can see what you're talking about with this logo.
1: Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm just listening
2: just saying oh, Darren, you're just saying big D. Right, I'm just, just saying, big D. All right, let me read one more Man. email. Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. Miguel Gomez. We know Miguel. We like Miguel, oh, right? Miguel, what's yeah. up? Yes. Miguel, uh, what's up? Hey, gang and H-Dog, low stakes, but still a bed ache. Went to the UC Davis versus Portland State FCS football game here in beautiful Davis, California. I I decided to make the game a little more interesting for me, so I found a way to bet the over 60 and a half. Two missed field goals on each team's opening drives didn't help. With 34 points going into the fourth, I figured this was a dead bet. Drowning my sorrows in churro Sunday. I watched as they combined to 20 (laughs) points in the final quarter. Now only needing seven points with six minutes left. Davis scores with a minute 38 left, bringing the total to 60. All I needed was the extra point. I recorded the last play because I thought it would be a fun memory to have it if he missed. Spoiler alert, he missed. Hope to see you guys <laughs> in Vegas this year. Right. You're
1: the best Miguel go.
2: Gomez. Uh, there you go. Uh, that's great. And he, and he did record uh, it and he showed it. And like the, the phone
1: like drops when the when the kick misses.
2: It's so mad. That's that's so rough. Bad.
5: That
1: is that's a rough one. <laughs>
2: that's a great bad. guy
1: though. Great guy. We
2: oh, like Miguel. Yeah. All right, uh, against <laughs> all odds at gmail.com. If you want to rag on Harry, or if you have bed aches or anything, uh, you want to run by us. Let's take another quick break. Then I want to go over my midseason plays. Uh, that I turned in this morning
0: right back
4: one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes
0: nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt
4: until you tried it on same goes for your health care
2: All right, so I warned you guys. I made like a 18 or 19 bets this morning. I can't get enough of this NFL because now I feel like I figured it out and uh, there's no way I have. But um, let me run some by you. Bri. We went over these already that we like um, some of these Bengals bets plus 750 to win the AFC is nice. Um what was their playoff thing is plus 290? Is that what we had? I'm going to make you guys Guess over under wins, and then I'll determine if there's value in in. Well, I already turned it in. So, uh, and Harry, we went over the Vikings over eight and a half. All right, Saints uh, parlay, kid. What's their over under win total?
1: This is a tough one. I mean, eight eight and a half. It's nine and a
2: half, nine. which I thought was high. <clears throat> and then I looked, and I had someone tweeted on it too. I looked at who their quarterbacks they're they're facing the next. Yeah, uh, that's so, that's going to be
1: a big key.
2: Yeah, so they've and played uh,
1: some weak quarterbacks? They have Dobbs, no. they
2: have Heineke, they have Goff as the best one, they have Bryce Young, they have uh, DeVito or I don't know, whoever, whoever they they brought in. Uh, nope. They have um, Brett Rippon or Stafford, Oof, Baker, okay. and then the Falcons quarterback again. Now the problem is you have to watch Saints games um well, <laughs> well you don't have to uh but i i like this over i'm going over nine and a half here it's one of my better over. ones really yeah. not if you watch yeah. the
4: red zone you don't have to watch them. that's red true, zone, you that's watch true. Them.
2: You, they'll never be in the red zone either so 10 is uh there um What else was another one? Green Bay, no playoffs is minus 385. All right, that's heavy. So you have to parlay that with something. But their older wins is seven and a half. I don't think they get to eight,
3: right? I went under. No. Yeah, I would go under. We talked about something similar like two weeks ago. Uh, I I think I mentioned something, how it was still seven and a half or eight and a half. And it was like, no way, based on looking at some of their schedule, right? Right. I, I, yeah, I didn't think sure. they were going to win a couple in the next few games. Whatever. Yeah, they're going to be three yeah, and six this week. Yeah, I mean, they're always going to be at a disadvantage, right? Um, uh, Panthers under four and a half
2: wins, Harry. I don't know. They're going to be. Are they going to be, uh, are they gonna be gonna win five f- and twelve? They're going to win I mean, four, yeah, uh,
3: win
4: four, four games? games. No. Yeah, geez, really. I mean, they got one, but they do play. You know, the, the they could win another no, well, that's yeah, an under, game or two that's an in, their, under, in their in their in right? their division. Yeah, could. All right. the The game tonight is big, right? Falcons are really struggling. I. Um, cowboys. Yeah. They
2: have the Cowboys, the Saints. They have the Bucks twice. They have the Jaguars. Uh, how? What? That happened in five games. Yeah, went
4: in yeah. five. Falcons Go one under. more time, right? Go under.
2: Yeah, yeah. Falcons one more time. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Okay. So Jaguars. I think we mentioned this to be the one seed in the AFC. Uh, even though I, I like the Forty ers pick. Parley kid, I still think they could get there plus six fifty. I think that's a a decent number. Um, isn't it weird? Like moster most rushing touchdowns is plus one ninety. Now I got to find this. Uh, I mean, with all the great running backs, he is right now in the lead to get because he has the most rushing touchdown. Who do you think? Who do you think gets it here? I'll pull up the stats in a second. Mostert, oh, uh, hold on, one second. Rushing. Touchdown! so he leads rushing touchdowns he has 11 and christian mccaffrey has nine and then edwards hurts and at the end with seven i almost think hurts would be the one that would maybe contend but plus one who would have thought Mostert with all these running backs henry jacobs right mccaffrey it's mostert's and who has him harry you have him right in fantasy I do,
4: yeah yeah yeah
2: all right plus one nine we'll
4: to- not not great last week and uh but um Boy, well, if you like Jacksonville, Sal, maybe you take a little shot with it at the TN.
2: I don't know. I don't I know. M- maybe, maybe hurts, Brian. But, uh,
3: but last year rushing too, right? Did Did Jamal Williams win it with the Lions? Like I'm trying so to the think. So yeah, you're, you're right. right. You're, you're right. right. What's McCaffrey amount. there, Sal? What's he on that?
2: McCaffrey on that is oh man. Now I'm jumping around between I mean, that, too that's many. That's your best
1: yet. bet is McCaffrey. You think so? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Was he three so. to one or something? McCaffrey touchdowns is three to one. Yeah. And then Hertz is 850. All right. So that's what I like. All right. Now let me let me get to the good ones here. I swear they're good ones. Um, (laughs) Sam Howell. Sam Howell, most passing yards, 12 to 1. Right now, he's only behind Tua. He has 2471, Tua 2609. Tua could still miss some games. Howell could catch him just from playing from behind. 12 to one at this point He's only a hundred and change behind.
4: That's good. And value. if it works out, if enough works out for Miami, you know, two of them may sit week 18.
2: Yeah. Right. That's another thing. He might have the extra game in hand. All right. Right. I love that. 12 to one. Um, Jets, yeah, it's, no playoffs. it's it's, it's yeah.
3: interesting, right? Because yeah, I mean, I guess there's a log jam, right? Because Stroud, even like not that Stroud's going to win, but Stroud and Goff, Cause they're only at eight games. With one mm-hmm. more game, those guys could jump. Yeah, I those guess those guys so. could jump Hal too. And it's close. There's going to be like seven or eight guys in contention. It's, it's much yeah. closer than it's much closer. Yeah. I mean, it's really, really close. Even touchdown well,
2: passes too. What's the other thing I was looking at? I think rushing, you know, just rushing in general. Isn't there always a guy who sniffs like 2000 or 1800? Christian McCaffrey is at the top after eight games played, 652. You know, so you're gonna win the title with 1,400 yards. Yeah, yeah, I don't great. know that when it's uh, it's been done before. Uh, I, you know what? I gotta say, I'm getting dizzy. I I, I have four screens. I'm going <laughs> back and forth. have to cut this short. <laughs> I have Weatherspoon, defensive rookie of the year, plus 350. Continues like to put that. up good numbers. Um, Henry, if you look for most rushing yards, was seven to one. He's uh right up there too. I mean, in, in the it could be stolen but uh, anyway yeah. that's it take a look I mean Fandle never stops working there are odds all over the place all the time um, and those are my midseason picks so now you know what to stay away from parlor kid Vikings to do good things and the Bengals do good things and Sam Howell won't get hurt this week <laughs> uh, alright that is going to do it for another episode of against all odds for Mikey meatballs in the D3 I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping yeah.
5: must be 21 or older and present in select states Fandle is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. You have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit Fandle.com slash RG in Colorado Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois Tennessee and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona 1-888-789-7777 or visit CC slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, one 877 770 stop in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-gambler.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit MA.org or call for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in New York.